the nonprofit MBA purpose is to provide new business insights and fresh creative ideas for executive directors and their teams that will help them improve their organization. Here is your host, Stephen Holastic. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Holastic, and I am co-founder and managing partner of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions is the leading provider of lines of credit to nonprofits. Our line of credit program is easy, inexpensive, and costs nothing until used, making it a great cash backup plan for your nonprofit. If you'd like to learn more about the program, please visit us at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. And if you decide to apply today, we will even give you a $250 credit on file that you can use when you use your line of credit. Or feel free to give us a call at 862-207-4118. Just remember the time to set up a line of credit is today, not when the emergency actually comes up. And for all our listeners that are out there, you know, we've been around for 11 years and I would tell you that I can't tell you how many times executive directors or board members, you know, talk to me and they love their line of credit. Uh, it is a great thing to have. Why someone doesn't get it in place uh, is surprising to me, which, uh, you know, usually we have, you know, 90% of people who visit our website and sign up usually uh, get it in place. But uh, it's just a really good thing to have. Today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Joseph Scarano from Arrays. Uh, uh, Joe is uh, the CEO of Arrays, a software provider for nonprofit organizations. He is an inactive CPA and has spent over 40 years providing accounting services and software to the nonprofit industry. He has served on numerous nonprofit boards as treasurer. Joe, welcome to today's Nonprofit MBA podcast. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me. And hello, everyone. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, uh, I guess I've done 50, 60 podcasts so far. I don't think we've ever covered this topic of, you know, an integrated back office solution. Um, and so that's good. I, I, I really like that. I like I like introducing new topics to my, uh, you know, our listeners. And uh so when we talk about an integrated back office solution for nonprofits, which is including you know accounting, donor management, and payroll, I mean, how are people doing this stuff now? Well, I'm surprised it's never come up because you know as a nonprofit, uh, obviously their their main objective is to fulfill their mission. Uh, you know whether it's community service based, religious based nonprofit, arts related. Uh, they all serving a purpose to serve the community. Uh, and uh, in order to fulfill their mission, uh, they need finances. They need, they need revenue. They need resources in order to uh, serve their community. And lots of smaller nonprofits rely on donors to fund their organization. And so having a system that uh, integrates an, a donor management application with their accounting just makes their back office uh, much more uh, streamlined. It gives the the nonprofit better tools to provide proper st- transparency, you know, back to the donors, especially when you're dealing with designated funds. You know, it, it, the goal, you know, for a nonprofit, you know, when it regards to 
their accounting is providing proper stewardship. You know, unlike a, a regular business, you know, you go into your local uh, bakery, if there's any local bakeries that even exist anymore, and you buy a, a loaf of bread, you know, what you want is a fresh loaf of bread and you want to make sure it tastes good and everyone enjoys it, you know, and you really don't care what that $4 uh, that the baker does with that $4. You know, they, they obviously they're going to reinvest that, that money to bake more bread, um, but they could do whatever they want with that money. Whereas in the nonprofit world, virtually every dollar that's given to the nonprofit, there are strings attached. The, the board and the executives of the nonprofit have a fiduciary responsibility, making sure that the money that's given to the nonprofit, whether it's donors, grants, program services, you know, they have to reinvest those funds to, um, and provide, you know, further services and enhance their mission. So it's that strings attached that uh, makes a nonprofit different from a for-profit business. And so having a system, uh, you know, starting with the fundraising where you record the donation from the donor, you acknowledge the donor, you want to make sure the donor realizes, you know, how much you appreciate their donation, no matter how small it is. But if there is um, some sort of donor designation, at some point, you're going to have to provide proper stewardship and transparency back to your donors, back to your grantors. And having a system that ties your donors with your accounting just makes life a lot easier for uh, the accountants, the bookkeepers, you know, the, the, the board, you know, in terms of their uh, reporting back to um, their funding sources and also, of course, if they have to file their annual 990. So the arrays, your, your company, do you actually provide the software or do you just, you, do you actually do all the back office work in regards to an integrated back office? We provide the software. We're a software developer development company. Um, uh, you, you mentioned my background. Um, I was licensed in the state of New York uh, back in the eighties. I worked for a small CPA firm that specialized in, um, accounting, auditing, consulting, um, mainly for nonprofits. Well, software became my ticket out of nonprofit accounting. That's why I'm no longer active. So we developed the software. We, we started back in the 80s. So you can imagine, you know, for your aged viewers out there, that's the DOS world. And, you know, we, our software evolved over the years. And, and now we're a total um, multi-tenant software as a service solution. So we have a full development team, support team that supports our software. We, we're not doing the work. We're providing the nonprofit with the tools for them to do the, the, the work. Wait, wait, now, when, from your experience, nonprofits that have moved to, you, to your, your company, how, you know, what were they doing with their back office? What, how were they, and typically the accounting that they were doing, were they using something like QuickBooks? Sure, sure. That, I would say conservatively, 85% of our users have come from an off-the-shelf accounting application, whether it's QuickBooks or Peachtree, which is now Sage, and they make do with that. It, it, they try to get it to do nonprofit accounting, and it really doesn't. They're, you know, you'll talk to accountants and CPAs They say, well, you know, the nonprofit's small enough, and, and we force it into doing nonprofits. But what ends up happening is they end up having to export 
a lot of their data into um, spreadsheets to for formulate the FASB compliant reports. So while you can try to get off-the-shelf applications to do nonprofit accounting, it's severely lacking because the nonprofit accounting is a beast unto itself. There's, there's so many more uh, requirements for reporting that are different than for-profit that you really need the proper tools. You know, you need a, a, a tool that is designed to do nonprofit profit accounting. You know, the, the first level of reporting is at the, the fund level, the the designation of your funds. You need to separate your restricted funds from your unrestricted funds. Then you need to segregate by functional area. Are your expenses support services, which is management in general or admin or fundraising, or are they program-based services? And then for the more um, complicated nonprofit accounting is, you know, depending on if they're multifunded, you know, multi-program, do they have grantors that they have to report back to? So they have to segregate their their grant, you know, activity by grantors. So there's multiple layers of reporting um, that a nonprofit needs. Plus, the nonprofit financial statements are um, significantly different than a for-profit, and so that's why having the proper tools is very important. Yeah, and then you ha have that integrated with donor management, uh, so you have everything in one under one umbrella, so to speak. And so I would assume that a lot of nonprofits now, again, a lot of our listeners are smaller nonprofits, so you know they may not even be using donor management software. But if you're a good, big enough size, then you're using QuickBooks, and then you may be using a different company to do donor the donor management software. I guess the payroll typically is run being run out of QuickBooks or you know, maybe you have a payroll company. Yeah. So in this case, this would integrate everything together. Uh, is is that, that's accurate, right? Yes. Yeah. The uh, you know, you brought up payroll, and one of the unique aspects of nonprofit payroll is you might have an individual who works in multiple areas, or their um, their salary is actually being funded by multiple grants. So you just don't dump their, their single salary and payroll tax expense in a line item that says salaries, you have to take, um, where did they work this payroll period? How many hours did they work in the admin program? Or did they actually do fundraising? Or um, did they work in um, the, the orphan care program, the after school program, the daycare program? And so it's really important um, that the nonprofit properly allocates an individual's salary based on where they work, based on who's reimbursing the nonprofit for their their salaries. And so having that integrated solution just, again, makes it a lot easier for the accountants, the bookkeepers, the fiscal directors to um, properly distribute expenses to the appropriate uh, grants and programs. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, it's, you know, the I think the thing I, I most people underestimate the power of software in this regards and that the people who've designed the software, um, and, you know, software is not new like it was, you know, 20 years ago, but, but, you know, you have hundreds and hundreds of clients and they're all in nonprofit. So, you know, you know, the biz the best business practices, already when it comes to nonprofits. Yeah, and that, so, you know, you've just built it into software. And then, so if you're building your, 
your organization. The thing I love about software, it's it kind of gives you a roadmap already for the best practices of how to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is very important. You hit on um, a, a really key topic is um, our experience. You know, it, it, when we talk to a nonprofit who's interested in our software, regardless of what they're currently using, um, the thing that we emphasize more than anything is our experience. So it's not only do they get software designed specifically for nonprofit accounting where they could easily generate um, the proper financial statements they need both internally and externally, but when they need help, they're talking to experts. You know, our, our support team, team works exclusively in the nonprofit industry, so they understand what a restricted asset is compared to an unrestricted asset. They know fun- what a functional expense is, unlike working with a a company like Intuit with millions of, of customers, um, typically when you're looking for support for an off-the-shelf package, you need to go to an outside consultant, not not to the source of the software because um, they typically don't really understand what you're trying to do. And uh, so, th- you know, we like to say that you have a CPA on retainer, you know, when you have software, and it's not just from us, it, it's it's other software companies that, that are specifically designed for the industry that they serve, you know, whether it's nonprofits, whether it's re- retail or manufacturing, you know, if you have a specific type of a um, business and your accounting is different from general accounting, manufacturers, you know, retail, you need tools, you know, for the type of business that you're in, not something that you just go buy, you know, from the local office supply store or buy online, you know, from Amazon, you know, you need, you need uh, specialists that could help you help you and help your business to survive and, and thrive. Yeah, I, I get it. I talk about uh, the, the accounting software, you know, this whole integrated package that you have. <clears throat> what I mean by that is give me the breakdown in your industry, uh, now, like, uh, and you don't have to me- mention your competitors, but uh, you know, where does a raise fall into the size of a nonprofit? Um, we we have about twelve hundred users worldwide, and I would say the average is about a million, a million and a half a year in terms of their operating budget. Oh, we that's, some, that's yeah. like the size of our clients. So yeah, yeah the um. The smallest, you know, that they file in 990N, which is the postcard, or you know, is less than fifty thousand. We have a, we have a handful of small nonprofits with less than fifty thousand, and typically, the people who are doing the accounting for those smaller nonprofits are not accountants. You know, they they just, you know, they're they have. Um, a, a nonprofit that they started, you know, something like uh, as simple as um, helping people with um, with dogs um, raise. They they actually build fences around their properties so the dogs are not on chains, yeah. and so they're called off the chain. And there's actually uh, a, a number of them around the country, but they're really really small. They get you know very very few donations, and and whatever money they get, they help. Uh, people uh, build chain fences or not chain fences, but, you know, something around their house. So their dogs are not on chains. 
and the and the people who are doing the accounting they have no clue about accounting yet they work with a raise raises fast fund software and they ask questions that um you know that typically an accountant would know and and they get responses and they're real happy with it and so they're really smaller nonprofits and and it's and they have people doing accounting that don't understand accounting and so it's it's really helpful to the organization you know that they they have our resources so you know we can help them out how do i record this revenue how do we record you know i'm, I'm applying for a grant what do i need to give to the grantor you know how do i pull the data out of out of our system you know and it's unfortunately it, it's most small businesses are like that they don't have accountants that work for them uh, but most small businesses don't have boards you know they some most nonprofits have you know a few people on a board and so hopefully the boards realize that um, in order for the nonprofit to fulfill its mission, to, you know, be sustainable, they need to make sure that they're accountable and, and are able to raise enough funds to support their mission. And having the proper accounting tools gives them um, the ability to, to measure, you know, where are we this year in terms of um, how much money did we raise? What are our expenses? And, you know, can we continue running these programs and, you know, continue the nonprofit? What, what are you hearing now in the industry uh, in nonprofits? Like what's kind of a hot button? Is it the, the PPP money? Is it the IDL money? Uh, what, what, what's the hot button right now? Well, virtually all computing now is moving online. Um, you know, even, even into it is slowly sunsetting their desktop products. And so the biggest, um, uh, thing right now is integrating all of these, um, tools from third party applications. Um, it, it's called an API, uh, application program interface where you can get your accounting software to work with the bank. You can get your accounting software to, to help you pay your bills. You can get your, you know, donor management software linked to social media for outreach for fundraising. Uh, you get your payroll software to link with a timekeeping application for your employees to keep time. So it's using all of these tools available from other third-party applications that you can integrate, you know, with your donor management, with your payroll, with your accounting. Uh, one of the uh, biggest markets, and this kind of lends itself to what I was talking about earlier, where smaller nonprofits will hire accounting and bookkeeping um, firms to do their accounting. So these accountants who are doing the work for nonprofits, they like the ability to download data from the banks, you know, where um, they're doing everything after the fact. So they get their bank feeds, they analyze the transactions properly categorize those transactions as to if it's revenue, is it program service revenue, or is it a charitable contribution? If it's expenses, what, where are those expenses being charged to? You know, which program, what line item expense? And then, of course, for those um, accounting and, and, and bookkeeping services, they sometimes pay the bills. So anything they, they can do online electronically just makes their jobs easier and it, and, and it provides them with better tools to manage the, non, the nonprofit finances. So a, a lot of what we're seeing here is can you integrate, you know, with this package, can, could your donor management application integrate with our, um, our outbound emailing service? 
So that's really the hot topics now. Yeah. Yeah. The APIs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever have any clients work with you uh, who say, you know, I don't want to do any of this stuff. Just <laughs> outsource it to you. Well, we have uh, partners that we, we recommend. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we, you know, we, we don't have the resources in-house. I honestly don't want to hire a bunch of accountants and, 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 and try to market that part of the business. I mean, that's why I got out of accounting and got into software. Um, so, you know, we do have partners around the country that, uh, and we're building that channel, building that, that uh, partner channel where they're service bureaus for our software. They license our software on behalf of the nonprofit and they do all the nonprofit accounting. You know, there are some nonprofits that will license the software directly from us and then hire an outside accountant to do the work. Now, you you mentioned that the API is, you know, that's really kind of the hot button right now. What what do you think the the next big phase of accounting software – uh, donor management software after this next phase of API tying in with other banks, you know, yeah, you know, so to speak. Uh, where do you think the next phase of this all is going? Artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning. You know, where um, I mean, obviously that you know every nonprofit is different, but you know, with with computing technology, um, you know, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, where the software itself will be able to recognize based on, you know, sets of data, how to classify or categorize a line item revenue or line item expense. Yeah. So um, obviously there's always going to be human um, reviews, but the most, you know, the, the more that they, that the software can do on its own using artificial intelligence or machine you know, in learning or machine intelligence, whatever you want to call it, just um, reduces the amount of, of time involved in getting the accounting correct in, in terms of, uh, you know, proper classification of revenue and expenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you seeing that, uh, are there times when you're, you find that, uh, that you're seeing when clients are outgrowing a raise? Um, honestly, um, there are some, and one of the things that um, we can handle is some of the APIs that they that some of the larger um, companies can handle. Um, you know, Microsoft has products. Um, there, uh, a lot of it is uh, related to client management. Um, being able to integrate your accounting with a, a CRM application that's beyond what our CRM is. Our CRM is the fundraising and, you know, it's designed specifically for donor management, member and volunteer management. But there are some CRM applications that are much more uh, sophisticated where they are built to analyze data. Um, and so the clients that we typically lose are the much larger clients that have more than just finances to manage. They have clients to manage, you know, medical um, services. We have a lot of healthcare facilities, um, you know, local healthcare facilities. And so some of their healthcare software uh, requirements um, we can't handle. So they, they look for applications that could integrate, you know, 
more tightly with with those kinds of applications. Yeah, it's interesting. So the you know the big they, the bigger they get, uh, a nonprofit gets. Instead of integrating, they probably go back and start separating it again, right? So, you know, they probably select yep. a, a more powerful mm. accounting software and mm. then a more powerful uh, uh, donor management software, yes. right? And, yeah. and that, it's interesting because you you would think it almost they would do the reverse, right? Yeah. That they would start to bring everything together. Well, there's but I, there's yeah. so many different pieces, you know, that, you know, when you think about all the different types of nonprofits that are out there. You know, you have community service-based nonprofits. You then have religious-based nonprofits. Then you have healthcare. Then you have arts. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day who um, provides software for museums to manage their collections. You know, that you know every piece of artwork that's in the museum, this software manages that. And so, you know, that's not something that, uh, you know, we have any desire to develop an application like that. You know, then you think about theater groups. You know, they, they have ticketing software for their box office. And that's another thing that, uh, you know, we would be able to possibly integrate using an API in the future, but it's not something that we're going to uh, develop. So let's let's go through a methodology here. Let's say you're you're a five hundred thousand dollar nonprofit. You know you you are using QuickBooks. You don't have a donor management software. You're using Excel spreadsheet to kind of track some things. Uh, and you're about you're going to go out there and look at at all the different companies that are that are you know doing what a raise does. But uh, because and, and so so what's the first step? What's the first step? Recognizing what companies are out there? Um, yeah, you, you, you know, go on the internet and type in nonprofit accounting software and see what pops up. Um, you know, that is the first thing that people would do. But I think more importantly is reach out to your peers. Um, there are um, most, most states have an association of nonprofits. You know, it's association of the nonprofits within that state, and they provide resources, you know, to help them out. But reach out to other nonprofits um, in the area. What what are they using? What kind of challenges do they have? You know, are they uh, are, are they still using QuickBooks, and how does how does that work for them? Or do they do they find a better solution? Um, and then, of course, you need to develop. Um, a requirements list, you know, what is most important for, you know, your new accounting system? What, what kind of challenges are you, uh, do you presently have with your existing system? Regardless of what it is, if you're looking to make it, uh, a switch, then you must have issues, whether it's um, outside reporting, preparing financial statements, because with, with the new auditing requirements, it used to be that auditors would come into a nonprofit and they would actually prepare financial statements, and then audit those financial statements. Well, you can't do that anymore. An auditor can't prepare financial statements that they then audit. So the nonprofit has to be able to provide them with statements that are compliant with the new FASB regulations, ASU 2016-14. And so that way the auditor can audit those. Some nonprofits will hire an outside accountant to prepare the financial statements and then another accounting firm to do their audit. And so, you know, you want to be able to um, 
find a software package that is consistent with with FASB reporting requirements, with, is consistent with the information that you need to do your 990. You, you, bet, you mentioned the sweet spot, half a million dollars. So there are f- multiple 990 forms, like there are multiple 1120 forms for corporate taxes. The 990N is a postcard. It's basically, you know, what did you do this year on a postcard? You know, are, are you still in operations? Then there's a 990EZ for nonprofits that have less than half a million in revenue. And so once you cross that $500,000 threshold, you do the full 990, and then there are multiple variations of that 990, depending on what type of nonprofit that you are. So any software tool that provides you with the information that you need to back to your grantors, if you have multiple funding sources, and you can easily report back to your grantor. And another uh, complex you know, issue with nonprofits is sometimes the funding source has a different fiscal year than your fiscal year. So you might be on a calendar fiscal year, but your grant is July through June. So you got to prepare a grant budget that crosses fiscal years and report on that grant activity. And maybe the grant is extended more than 12 months. So now you've got you know, to report on an 18-month grant period. And typically, off-the-shelf packages can't handle that um, easily, and, and that's why they dump everything into Excel. And if they're if they are subject to an audit, that introduces, you know, possible deficiencies and internal control issues. You know, when you're using um, spreadsheets to prepare your financial statements that don't necessarily tie back to your original accounting documents. You mentioned that. Um- you know, the APIs are a big deal right now, but is there something unique that you've seen recently that one of your clients asked you to, to have an API that goes to that you're, that, you know, you were like, oh, that's kind of different. I haven't seen that type of work or I've seen it, but it's not common. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of mission-based organizations where they have foreign missionaries all around the world. And there are companies that specialize in mission-based software where um, they load their mission missionary information into this application. And then the missionary could log into their systems and see who donated to their mission and how much money did their mission expend based, you know, so basically what is my mission financial statement? And their mission is a subset of the entire missionary organization. So there are companies that specialize in that. And and then on top of that, they want a donor portal where the donor could log in and say, where did my money go? And and how did uh, how did the money get spent within the nonprofit? Yeah, you know, again, that's a lot different than a for-profit, you know, because you're not going to yeah. be logging into your local, you know, hardware store and find out, uh, you know, where your the money went that you bought your, you know, hammer and saw. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we have a couple of minutes left. Any okay. last words about you know what you'd recommend? Yeah, you know, one of the biggest challenges we have, Stephen, um, working with nonprofits is boards. I mean, God bless them. You know, they're volunteering. You know, they're trying to help the nonprofit. Um, but a lot of them are extremely short-sighted. And I don't mean that in a, in, a, in a negative way. But a lot of them, because they're not doing the work, 
you know, a lot of them are businessmen. They work in the community, you know, and, and they're small businesses and, you know, they're probably using some off the shelf accounting application. So their feeling is, you know, why can't my nonprofit just continue using QuickBooks? Well, they don't really understand the complexities of nonprofit. They go to their board meetings, you know, they look at financials. They're not sure how the accountant at the nonprofit is preparing those financials, what kind of headaches they're going through to get it. And so when, when we're, when a nonprofit has been told, you know, maybe by their auditors or maybe by their grantors, they need to get a new accounting system. They go through their due diligence, you know, they get, um, they make, they get their proposals from, you know, various vendors and if we're fortunate enough that they present our application, Fast Fund, to the board, the board might say, well, you know, we can't afford this. We might only be talking $50 a month or $100 a month. I mean, our application, what separates us from our main competitors is uh, our sweet spot is the small to medium-sized nonprofit that's typically coming off of QuickBooks. And so it, it gets kind of frustrating from our end where, we know we have a good solution. We know we're going to be a benefit to the organization, you know, helping staff. And then the board is unfortunately a little bit short-sighted because they don't want to spend the 75 to 100. Or, you know, it might be more. You know, it's going to definitely be more than what they're currently paying. But in the long run, it saves them money. It provides them with more, you know, more and better financial data, you know, that they could make informed decisions as a board as opposed to, you know, struggling with, you know, what they were using before. So I'd like to, you know, reach out to any board members that are out there, to, you know, that you want to make sure that your nonprofit is using the proper tools that will help you as a board member with your fiduciary responsibilities. Yeah, I, I would, you know, I'm on a board and of a, of a nonprofit. And the first thing I would say is go find uh, an accounting package that specializes in nonprofits. I wouldn't say go pick up QuickBooks or something like that. I'd say is, you know, because yeah. they'll they'll know exactly what we need to do, you know? So yeah, you know, yeah I, well, I, I go in the opposite I need, direction. I need you on a lot of boards that I'm yeah. dealing with. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'd like to thank so very much uh, Joe Scarano from Arrays, and it's A-R-A-I-Z-E. Correct. From coming like, on to like you work hard, you deserve Arrays. Arrays, gotcha. From coming on to today's podcast. Uh, if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend. And also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. If you'd like uh, today's podcast, please give us a review on your podcasting app to help us get the word out. The Nonprofit MBA podcast is extremely popular. It, it's really good. I have great guests like Joe on all the time. Um, and don't forget, if you're looking for a line of credit for your nonprofit, you can call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at nonprofitmbapodcast.com. Joe, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Well, they can go to our website, arrays.com, A-R-A-I-Z-E.com, or they can send me an email directly, joe at arrays.com. Great. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on today. Well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate you having me, and uh, good luck, and stay well. Yep. Everybody, I say this at the end of every podcast. Uh, today, I think it might be a little bit more special because it's getting to the end of the year. We're all being maybe a little reflective. Uh, the, the nonprofits out there are all doing the heavy lifting of trying to make the world a better place. Both Joe and I need to do our part too. 
And but you guys are really doing a great job. It's a tough time for many people, and you're out there trying to make every day better. And so we thank you for that. Everybody, have a fantastic new year. I thought I said this in tw- at the end of 2020. Let's get rid of the year 2020. Now we're looking at 2021 and say, let's get rid of 2021. It's been a tough couple of years, and uh, I think we're all ready for a new year. So everybody, have a fantastic day.